Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. Hey everybody, my name is Marty Griffin and you are listening to the Golf Strategy School podcast. The only podcast dedicated to helping people get over that milestone score of breaking 90 or, if you're still working on it, breaking 100. This episode is brought to you by Super Speed Golf. If you want to learn how to hit the ball farther, check out golfstrategyschool.com slash superspeed to hear my interview with Mike and Kyle, the inventors of Super Speed Golf, where they talk to us about the brain science behind overspeed training, where we can get a 5 to 7% increase on our swing speed in one single session. If you already know about Super Speed Golf and you just want 10% off, Mike and Kyle were gracious enough to give us a promo code. Promo code GOLFSTRATEGY will get you 10% off your entire order from Superspeed Golf. Today's episode is all about alignment. It's one of the first things that people forget to think about. So we're going to give you three really good tips on how you can line up on target more consistently. Let's get to it. Do you love to play golf? Do you wish you could be a more consistent and confident player? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Golf Strategy School podcast, where we discuss specific practice strategies used by some of the best golf instructors from around the world. Here's your host, Marty Griffin. All right, so one of the most important things in your golf game, in any aspect of your golf game, is your line, where you're aimed at, what your target line is, what your ball to target is. So people oftentimes think that they're missing right or left, but in reality, they're actually hitting the ball where they were aimed and the shot was good. The swing was good. At least they just weren't lined up correctly for most people. They do tend to favor one side over another. I know that I have the tendency to aim a little bit, right? And I think for me, it's developed over time because I tend to draw the ball and now I don't draw it so much. I hit a little bit of a fade, but my miss is a pull. So I think that I tend to end up aiming just a little bit right by natural tendency if I don't think about these three keys. So when we're talking about how to aim more successfully, more on target all the time, there's three real kind of fundamental principles. One thing I will say before we get into the episode is if you're practicing on a driving range or even if you are playing but in a practice round where you're not necessarily keeping score, Throw down an alignment stick. You know, go to your local Lowe's or Home Depot and get some driveway markers and just throw down an alignment stick to make sure that your, you know, your toes are actually online with where you want to aim, whether it's on the course, like I said, if you're doing like a practice round or absolutely every single time on the driving range. But anyway, two our three big tips here. 
So the first is to pick an intermediate target. Now, an intermediate target is something that is on that same target line, on that ball to target line, that's just ahead of the ball. I know there's some folks who like to pick something that's five, 10 feet, maybe 10 yards in front of the ball. But honestly, I think that's too far away for an intermediate target. I'd prefer you to pick something between three and 12 inches away from the ball. And honestly, the closer, the better. Usually I try and pick something that's, you know, between three and six inches away from the ball. What this does is it allows us to actually aim the face of the club at that intermediate target and still see it while we're at address, while we're standing over the ball. So if your intermediate target is 10 feet down the line, you're going to have to turn your head too much to actually verify your line. You, you know, you can't see it out of your peripheral vision. If you're picking this intermediate target, it can be really anything that you want. It can be maybe a pebble or a busted tee, a divot. I know oftentimes I look for like a funky looking piece of grass, something that kind of really stands out as long as it's very, very easy for you to follow as you're kind of walking up to the ball after you've done your entire visualization process behind the ball. So part two, after we've established our intermediate target is to set up from open to closed. Now this is probably something that you weren't thinking of, but as that next step happens, as we transition from standing behind the ball and picking that intermediate line or that intermediate target, Stepping into that play box is something that a lot of amateurs do without any type of you know purpose behind it. Most amateurs will step in closed, and now I'm talking about right-handed golfers here because I am a right-handed golfer. Most amateurs who are struggling to break 90, they'll step in and they'll put their front foot or their left foot for right-handed golfers on that assumed target line first, and then they'll put their back foot on it. And what this does is it it kind of closes your body from the target line, which means we're actually kind of pushing ourselves outside to the right of that intended target line. So again, for right-handed players, what this would look like incorrectly is if you're kind of stepping in with your left foot first and then your right. Again, this causes shoulders, hips, and oftentimes even feet to be slightly closed or out to the right. I would like to see you step in the opposite way. So your right foot first, leaving your left foot drop further behind you. And really what you're doing here is you're allowing your eyes to stay on target more for a longer period of time, both the intermediate and kind of final target. And then what you're going to do is you're going to point the face of the club at that intermediate target and then finish squaring up your stance from there. Now, if you look at players like Sergio Garcia, he does this wonderfully. He's a a perfect example of this where he sets up very, very open and then finishes squaring and addressing the ball. Again, if you do it left foot first, you tend to inadvertently close off your stance, almost like you've rotated your shoulders and your hips just like a couple degrees back as if you're doing your backswing 
before you even start your swing. And it can kind of throw stuff off kilter, and it definitely makes you line up further right more often. So this can cause pulls. You know, your brain wants to hit it at the target, but now your body's aimed somewhere else, and it's causing all sorts of kind of down-the-line problems. The last thing that we're going to touch on here is how we can go about properly checking our alignment. So as we've kind of touched on, and as you probably know, toes, knees, hips, shoulders, these should all be parallel to the target line. But one thing that people often forget is that your eyes should also be parallel to the target line. A lot of times we'll see these higher handicap amateurs check their line by just kind of turning their head over their left shoulder or maybe even standing up taller and then rotating their shoulders and maybe even somewhat their hips to look just straight down the hole at whatever their final destination target was. The problem here is that it doesn't really verify where you're lined up. It just kind of reminds you of, hey, this is the end target. Now, <laughs> I'm I'm a nerd. I've been watching a lot of Star Trek The Next Generation. I've been binging it on Netflix when I do all my household chores and the dishes and stuff. And so what I want you to do is I want you to channel your inner Lieutenant Commander Jordy LaForge and pretend that you're wearing his famous visor from Star Trek. And what this does is it helps us visualize exactly what our eye line is. So by standing up and turning our upper body, that puts our eye line parallel to the horizon line, not the target line. What this really does is it probably puts us even closer to perpendicular to the target line. So really what it does is it gives you a false positive about where you're aimed. What I would like to see you do is kind of keep that address, keep that ready position. And then I'll, I'll never forget this. This was taught to me by Jim Schumann, former coach of the university of Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, he was boy. He also played in a couple us opens, but he's one of the better teachers in my state. And he told me, turn your right ear to the ground. Again, I'm a right-handed golfer. So turn your ear to the ground and then look. So again, if, if we're wearing that Jordy LaForge visor and we turn our right ear to the ground, we now see that we, that our eye line, that visor line is parallel to the target line. Now, I'm all for taking whatever help, any tips, tricks, bonus things that you can get and run them all the way to your advantage. One of the other things that Coach Schumann did for me is he took the bill of my hat and he pulled it down further over my forehead. So I had the hat down like very, very close to my eyebrows. And I'm one of those, like I'm a former baseball player. So I had the bill of my hat all curved and curled. He said, all right, now turn your ear to the ground again. Where do you, what do you see with your hat? Turn my ear to the ground. And then I notice that the bill of my hat is now pointing right down my target line. So by wearing my hat kind of lower over my eyes, and especially with that bill being curved, the hat was coming into my field of vision but it was giving me a confirmation as to where my line was. So this was a, a huge trick that I've used for years and years and years since. 
Now, I'm even longer on the tooth, so I need glasses to play golf. And the thing is that the arm of the glasses does the exact same thing. So now when I turn my right ear to the ground, I can look at the cross piece in my glasses that connects the two lenses and also the arm of the glasses to help also verify where I'm aimed. So these are little teeny things that can go a long way to helping you shoot better scores because, you know, half the time, you're probably not even lined up correctly and you're assuming the shot went bad when in reality you may have made a quality swing and you were just aimed 10, 15 yards further in one direction than you thought. So if you can do this, if you can put this into practice, you can absolutely help yourself get a lot more consistent and really help yourself narrow down what potential issues you have in your swing. So alignment is a huge key. Hopefully these three tips help you learn how to line up. I want to throw a shout out out to Matt Cody, the newest member in the Golf Strategy Academy. He has joined up and he is working his way through our modules. He says he's noticed a big increase in his confidence with his short game, especially chipping inside of 40 yards, which is fantastic. That is where the lion's share of your improvement comes from right away as a higher handicapper. If you want to be part of the Golf Strategy Academy, you can do so by heading to golfstrategyschool.com slash, you guessed it, academy. You can join us in our private Facebook group, in our private monthly coaching calls, just like you heard last week on the podcast. You can get information directly from me on how you can play your game smarter, how you can have better course management, and how you can think your way around the course to less strokes. So if that's something you're interested in, again, golfstrategyschool.com slash academy will get you there. We've got over 20 lessons in there already, and I keep adding to it. Until next time, everybody, I will catch you in the short grass. Cheers. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age, head over to par4success.com slash griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.